In Philippians 4, verse 8, we're instructed to keep our minds focused, occupied on things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Since what we see has a direct impact on what we think, it only stands to reason that the things we see should also be true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. In the final analysis, anything you see that takes your love and your focus away from God and from His Word and from doing His will does not belong in your life. Well, welcome to episode number 54 of the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. In this episode, we will open the scriptures and discover together how to prepare our minds for action. In Psalm 119, verse 37, David warns us to turn our eyes away from looking at worthless things. Now that bears repeating Psalm 119, 37. Listen, turn your eyes away from looking at worthless things. Now that's solid advice. In fact, David goes on to warn us in Psalm 101, verse 3, to not set before your eyes anything that is worthless, anything that is worthless. And here's why. When we allow the wickedness of this world to enter our eyes, it will penetrate our minds, and we run the high risk of our thought patterns becoming altered, and that will eventually affect and impact our daily behavior. Simply put, what you think will strongly influence what you do. So, Here's what I want you to consider. What do you typically watch on TV? What are the movies that you typically lean towards and, and, and tend to watch? What, what online games do you play? What magazines or books do you look at and read? Where do you let your eyes linger? What ungodly things are you exposing your mind to? What tiny little, almost imperceptible seed thoughts might the enemy be planting through those things you're exposing yourself to? You see, seeds grow. What crop will those seeds produce? Well, maybe not right away. But consider this. Over time, those seeds will sprout into weeds. And those weeds will choke out the Word of God in your life. If you do not guard your heart daily, moment by moment, guard your heart by being careful of what you allow your eyes to see, the deception of Satan will slowly creep in and it will warp your thinking. It will pull you away from God. Oh, never forget that bad company corrupts good morals. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Let me repeat that verse. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, it warns us that bad company corrupts good morals. What kind of company are you allowing into your home? What kind of company are you allowing into your heart? What kind of company are you allowing into your mind by way of your eyes and the things that you are seeing? If you allow your eyes to see those things that do not glorify God, you are allowing your mind to think on things that do not glorify God. You're entertaining bad company, and that bad company will influence your thoughts, and your thoughts will direct your life. 
to help drive this point home, I want you to listen closely to the following three verses that I'm going to quote to you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 21 and 22, commands us to examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 and 22. Are you doing that? Are you examining everything that crosses your path? Are you inspecting and scrutinizing everything you see and everything you hear to make sure that everything is good, that everything is godly, that everything is glorifying to the Heavenly Father? Are you holding fast? Are you clinging to only that which is good and choosing to abstain, to stay far, far away from anything that is evil? The second verse I want you to listen to is Romans 16, verse 17. The Apostle Paul writes, I urge you, brothers and sisters, watch out for those who cause divisions and who put obstacles in your way, obstacles that are contrary to the teachings that you have learned. Keep away from them. Romans 16, verse 17. Are you doing that? Are you staying focused? Are you remaining alert, on guard, vigilant, always being attentive and aware of those things that are contrary to God's word and God's will for your life? Then the third verse I want you to listen to is Mark chapter 12, verse 30. You see, in that verse, Jesus says, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Did you catch our Savior's use of the word all? Not just once, but four different times in that verse. Let me repeat the verse. Listen closely. Mark twelve thirty. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Are you doing that? Are you truly loving God with all of your being, or are you holding back? Are you reserving certain areas and aspects of your life for King Me? If you haven't made the same commitment as David did to set before my eyes no vile thing, then I challenge you, commit to that right here and right now. Make the decision, even as you're listening to this episode, make the decision today to say, My eyes are ever, always, and only on the Lord. For only He will release my feet from the snare. Psalm 25, 15. Not only do the things you see have a powerful impact on what you do, so do the things you hear, the things you listen to. It's equally as important that you guard your mind from being attacked by the things that you hear. In Proverbs 23, verse 12, it instructs us to apply our heart to instruction and our ear to words of knowledge. Proverbs 23, 12. God wants you to make an intentional, conscious effort to be aware of what you are hearing every single day. Discipline yourself to permit only those things that glorify God to influence your thinking. Never, listen to me, never allow yourself to hear obscenity and foolish talk or coarse joking. Those things are out of place. But rather, listen to thanksgiving, Ephesians 5 verse 4. 
Jesus warns us in Mark 4.24 to pay attention to what you hear. That simple statement packs a powerful punch. I want you to think about those words, pay attention. Let me repeat Mark 4.24. Pay attention to what you hear. Those words, pay attention to, refer to turning your thoughts to everything that you are hearing, weighing each and every word very carefully. Whether it's on the radio, the TV, movies, at school, work, talking sports with your friends, chatting with your family, even listening to podcasts, what you hear affects what you think, and what you think strongly influences what you do. Well, every moment of every day, you are personally responsible for what you hear. You are personally accountable to God for what you choose to listen to. Therefore, you must daily turn your thoughts to everything you're hearing. You must be aware, consciously weighing every word, clinging, holding on to, grabbing hold of only those words that glorify God. Do you remember Philippians chapter 4, verse 8? The things that are true and noble and right and pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, we're to think on those things. Our mind is to be thoroughly occupied with the things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. That doesn't happen naturally. So that's something we have to discipline. We have to train our minds to be focused on. So for example, if a TV show or a movie uses foul, vulgar language, or it shows something sexual, turn it off or stand up and walk out of the theater. Not after the fourth time it occurs, not not after the third time it happens. Don't even allow it to go past the first time. If it happened once, it's more than likely going to happen again. Paul exhorts us in Colossians chapter 3, verse 8 to put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Now, now think about this. If I'm not to be doing those things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk, I shouldn't be exposing my mind to them either, because what I think will become what I do. Your eyes and your ears are gateways into your mind. What you allow to enter through those gates, the gates of gateways of, of the eyes and of the mind, will impact your effectiveness or lack thereof for Christ. It is vital to your spiritual growth that you always have your focus set on God. Never let it wander from Him. No matter what lure the enemy may be dangling in front of you, no matter what enticement the enemy may be using in an attempt to draw your attention away, always be focused. Always be strong. Don't allow the worldly things that you see each day to turn you away from following Christ. Now, here's something that is important that you grasp. It's important that you hear what I'm trying to say. Because the enemy is sly, the enemy is coy, the enemy is subtle. And here's what he'll do. He'll drop little bits of poison into the things that you're watching, the things that you're listening to, the things that you're seeing. He's not going to blatantly attack you directly. Not not most of the time he's not going to do it that way. His subtle approach is to insert just this tiny little sexual innu- innuendo, this tiny little lie, this tiny little 
thing that, that does not glorify God, but we excuse and say, well, that's, that's just Hollywood. That's, that's part of the show. That's setting up the, 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 the plot, and, and we argue it away. It is vital to your spiritual growth that you set your focus on God. Remember, what we see influences what we think, and what we think impacts what we do. That's why Hebrews 12, 2, we are to fix our eyes on Jesus. That's why Deuteronomy eleven eighteen we are to fix God's word in our minds and in our hearts. That's why 2 Corinthians four eighteen we are to fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. That's why Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, we are to fix our thoughts on Christ. What you allow yourself to think about, everything that goes on in your mind matters to God. Scripture is quite clear on the issue. Set a guard around your mind. Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart. The word heart there is the word for mind. Protect your mind. Above all else, everything that goes on in your mind matters to God. Set a guard, my friend. Lock it down tightly by being very careful about what you allow yourself to see and what you allow yourself to hear. David asked God in Psalm 119.37 to turn his eyes away from worthless things. We're commanded, Psalm 101, verse 3, set before your eyes no vile thing. Let's consider the worthless things, the vile things that you need to turn your eyes away from. Getting down to, let's call it the nitty-gritty. I want you to answer the following questions honestly. Now, now, first of all, before we do this exercise together, I want you to grab a sheet of paper and a pencil or a pen. I'm serious. It's, it's important that you do this. So if, if you're on the road driving right now, if you're in a spot where you can't do that, um, come back to this spot in the podcast later. It's important that you do this exercise. I want you to have a pen and paper handy, and at the top of the page of the paper, I want you to write out the words of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. You see, 1 Corinthians 10, 31 says this, Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So I want you to write that verse out. And then I want you to underline the word whatever and circle the word all. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And then I want you to double underline the words glory of God. Okay, now that you've got that on the top of your paper, I want you to answer the following two questions with this text, this base verse as your foundation. Here's the first question. What TV shows, what movies do I tend to watch? I want you to make the time to sit down with that pen and paper and make a list. Write it out. I want it on paper. I want you to see. I know you know the answer to the question because you watch them. You, you, you weekly watch those shows. You tend to go to those types of movies. But I want you to put it down on the piece of paper. What do you typically watch when you turn on the TV? What do you typically view when you go to the movies? Write it out. And once you've written them out, I want you to look at the top of the page, and I want you to read out loud 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Quote that verse out loud, and then look at the list that you just made. And on that list, here's what I want you to do. I want you to circle the ones 
that glorify God. Or if you don't want to circle, draw an arrow pointing to the ones in that list that you, the TV shows you watch or the movies that you tend to, to view, which ones are glorifying to God. And then I want you to, with with each of these shows, each of these movies, I want you to answer this. How is that show, how is that movie helping me learn to glorify God? Or maybe the better question is, what is that show, what is that movie trying to teach me? Listen, it's not just entertainment. It's not just harmless Hollywood. There is a message that is being portrayed. What is the message that's being communicated? I want you to ask yourself this question. What is the primary purpose in watching this show? Why am I turning on? Why is it entertaining to me? What does that reveal about my heart? Look at that list. Can I align each of those shows, each of those movies with 1 Corinthians 10.31? Another sub-question to be asking is, how much time each day do you spend watching TV or going to the movies? How about this? How do you respond When a TV show or a movie uses foul language or it implies, whether it's directly or indirectly, something sexual, and why do you respond that way? How do you respond when an activity that's happening on the show or in the movie is inappropriate, and why do you respond that way? So that's that's the first question. What TV shows and what movies do you watch? And, and and, And then the second question I want you to think through is this. What websites do you tend to frequent? Again, I want you to put them on on that sheet of paper. Make a list. What are the typical websites that you tend to visit more frequently than others? Be specific. Write out the websites. Every website. I want you to include the search engine that you use and the terms that you typically search for. Then I want you to think through this. Again, I want you to go to the top of the page and I want you to read out loud 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, Do it all to the glory of God. And after reading that verse out loud, I want you to look carefully at the list of websites. And I want you to circle or draw an arrow to the ones that you go to that glorify God. Then I want you to think about this. As you look at that list of websites, how is each website helping you learn to glorify God? In what ways is it teaching you to grow in your walk with Christ? What is your primary purpose for visiting the website? Now, I realize that in this list, you probably have some things that are work-related, and and that's understandable. But can you align each of those websites with 1 Corinthians 10.31? How much time each day do you spend visiting the websites? How do you respond when an inappropriate image or inappropriate content appears, and why do you respond that way? Well, this episode has been kind of deep, kind of heavy, hasn't it been? Uh, If you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about our ministry, I, I encourage you, visit our website. Look at the multitude of resources that we've put out there that we've posted for for your benefit. You can go to thepuritycoach.com. That's all one word, thepuritycoach.com. One of the resources I'd like to highlight for you here is a book that I've written entitled Extreme Mind Makeover, How to Transform Sinful Thoughts and Habits into Patterns of Life that Are Pleasing to God. You see, this book takes you on a journey through the Bible to examine what God has to say about how your thoughts, your words, and your actions influence and impact your heart. 
In Matthew 12, verse 33, Jesus said, Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. Your thoughts bear fruit. That fruit is your behavior. When you train your mind to think godly thoughts, the fruit of your life, the things that you do day in and day out, will be godly. On the flip side, when you allow your mind to think sinful, fleshly, ungodly thoughts, the fruit of your life, your daily attitudes and actions, your choices will be ungodly. So how do I change the way I think? How do I change the things that I do? How do I, how do I successfully and effectively guard my heart? Well, this book, Extreme Mind Makeover, takes you into God's Word and helps you answer those questions. So if you'd like to learn more about that book, go to our website, The Purity Coach, check out a resources page, or you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can purchase your copy of Extreme Mind Makeover today. The Pure Man Ministry is all about helping men and women walk in integrity and live in impurity. And I'm personally inviting you to join our team of ministry partners. As we're coming to the end of 2021 and we're about to embark onto a new year, we have a goal of raising $46,000 to cover our cost of operating this ministry in 2022. You see, we are a not-for-profit organization. And to keep this ministry going, we depend upon financial gifts we, we depend upon donations that, that come in, hopefully, on a regular basis to the ministry. But we're, we're setting a goal of $46,000 to cover our ministry costs for this upcoming year. The Pure Man Ministry is, is here to pour into the hearts of both men and women, literally across the globe, investing in their lives and their marriages and their homes and, yes, even the churches, training God's people from God's Word how they can live free from addiction and, and live for the glory of God. And your support, your financial gift to this ministry helps us keep going. You know, without compromise, the Pure Man Ministry shows men and women how to have a continuous relationship with Jesus, one that is real, one that is personal. So again, to that end, I'm asking you for your financial assistance. I'm asking you to partner with us in providing hope and helping men and women win their personal battles for purity. Help us raise that $46,000 before the end of the year. Your gifts, by the way, to this ministry are not just deeply appreciated, they're tax deductible. So if God is moving in your heart to become a financial partner with us, you can go to our website, thepuritycoach.com, and in the upper right corner of our webpage is a donate button. You can click that and give your tax deductible donation today. Help us reach our goal so we can reach the world with a message of hope and healing and restoration. And, and if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.